So with the pending release of the new iPads, actually today is April 30th, the first official day of pre-orders, already got mine in. I figured it would be a good time to answer a question I myself had. See, I have the third gen iPads, the one that came out back in 2018. I kind of wanted to know what the difference between that one is versus this one. And is there enough there for me to actually want an upgrade? So I guess you can say this is future me making a video for past me answering his present question at the time. It makes sense if you don't think about it. Either way, by the end of this video, past me or future you will know the differences between the two and whether there is enough there for me to suggest you upgrading to this brand new iPad. So if this is your first time here, we make fun and informative support videos that help you get to know your device a little bit better while helping you hopefully solve some of the issues you may have with said devices. Now, if you enjoy videos like that, and I know you do, do me a favor and go ahead and hit that subscribe button down below and let's get started with this video. So while doing the research for the new iPad versus the one I have, there were actually four key differences that really stood out to me and that's going to be the performance the connection the storage and the screen so the new 2021 ipad comes with that all new soc m1 chip from apple the m1 offers 50 percent faster cpu performance and 40 percent faster gpu performance than the a12z that was in the 2020 version of the ipad pro now first if you don't know what the m1 is or if you don't know what an soc is and you want to learn a little bit more information I actually did a video on this breaking it all down. I'm going to make sure to include that in a card up above and link below the like button of this video so you can check that out when you have a chance. Now the iPad Pro was already an optimized beast of a tablet to begin with and the M1 is looking to add some true laptop like performance to it and if you're looking to upgrade you have to first take into account what you actually do on your iPad. Do you edit videos, music, photos? Do you use your iPad for a lot of process heavy things? If you're checking the box yes on a lot of these questions then the M1 might mean that you can do all those things but just a bit faster and as more and more apps get optimized to use the power of n1 this may seriously level up your workflow overall now connection wise you're actually dealing with a new thunderbolt 4 support which means that if you do have some really high-end fast storage this thing is going to support it just fine for people who want to support secondary screens for their ipad this opens the door for a slew of different accessories you can now connect to this brand new ipad so that's just another thing that's thrown on top of if you want to really supersize your workflow and you're really a pro user this is something that really can come in handy for you and really sway you in one direction if you're considering holding on to your current ipad or upgrading to the new one now what's awesome is that storage is now up to two times faster and you can get up to two terabytes of storage with an ipad it's going to cost you but it's still an option that's available and the ram on the m1 chip comes with eight gigabytes or 16 gigs again just for a little bit more power for those power users that need it so when it comes to screens the new 11 inch ipad pro and the 2020 11 inch iPad Pro screens are identical. However, with the 12.9 inch, you're getting the new liquid retina display XDR with the mini LED tech. The full screen brightness of this is up to 8,000 nits, with the peak brightness of up to 1600 with what Apple is calling their true life HDR content. Now to get a little technical and technology wise, the screen has 10,000 mini LEDs that offer over 2,500 local dimming zones on the new liquid retina display. XDR. So now personally, I can't wait to see what the screen looks like and compare it to mine. Yo, I think this thing is going to look nice, but I digress. And we get back to the original question of whether there's enough here to warrant an upgrade or not. So I would say that someone with a third gen iPad or down that's waiting for a chance or an opportunity to upgrade, this would be a good time. You have a faster processor, you have faster connections, you have faster storage. And if you have the 12.9 inch one, you're going to get a better overall screen. So if you're looking for more power and performance, 
and with your iPad, this is going to tick all the boxes. So someone in my shoes that does have an older iPad and you're looking for something just a little bit more powerful to handle some of the higher processing things you're going to be doing on your iPad, this definitely is an upgradable device. This device kind of fills in all the columns that you would need to upgrade from an older device to this one. So now if you just purchased your iPad in 2020, it's a vastly different story. I mean, for you, I would suggest just to hold off, wait until some of these get into the wild and you get some real world comparisons between what the M1 is doing and the A12Z is doing. If the M1 is vastly outperforming the A12Z, then definitely it may be a consideration. And also you have to take into consideration if you're seeing any bottlenecks in what you're actually doing on your iPad, if there are any bottlenecks in your workflow that you believe the M1 would fix and you're getting those performances from the M1 chip, then maybe it's warranted an upgrade. But personally, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think for the most part, anyone who purchased an iPad in 2020, you're going to be just fine. You should be all set. I don't think there's going to be so much of a performance difference between the two that's going to warrant you going out and spending that much money again so early. So I would say just keep an eye on some of the reviews and some of the comparisons and you can kind of figure it out for yourself. If your iPad just isn't cutting the mustard and the M1 is that much more improved, then maybe you go out and get that one. Trade yours in, hopefully you get a good trade-in value. Either way, I don't think we have to wait much longer to see those comparisons because this iPad should be in people's hands by the middle to the end of next month. So within a couple of weeks, you'll have all the numbers to make a really great buying decision. Anyway, guys, that's going to do it for our comparison between these two iPads. Like I said, I have mine's on order. I cannot wait to get it to see what it's like. You're definitely going to get my opinion. So stay tuned to this channel if you're not subscribed. Go ahead and do that now. And as always, I want to know what you guys think. In the comment section down below, let me know what you think of the new iPad. Are you considering upgrading? Do you think that the M1 chip is going to offer that vast performance over all the other iPads that are on the market? Is it going to be noticeable? Are you getting the 12.9 inch one just because it does have that better screen? I want to know all about it in the comment section down below the video. And while you're down there, if you enjoyed the video, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the channel for more content like this one. And also check out some of the other content we have up now. Guys, thank you so much for checking out the video as always. Make sure to stay safe out there. And until I see you guys next time, peace out.